It's it, seriously. So what's happening is that uh, there was like a fatal car accident right before the exit to 25 mm -hmm. outside of Fort Carson. So now everyone's driving like bats out of hell because they had to sit there for three minutes while dead bodies <laughs> right. were pulled out of concrete because that's a huge inconvenience. Right, and fucking up their day. Are we and, th and when I'm talking yeah. about people, I'm talking about me. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't mind gay people. I just hate how they're late to everything. <laughs> I had to wait for eleven minutes for you to get your happy ass out of your fucking house when I picked you up to go to open mics that one night. That's because you didn't tell me you were here, and you also didn't. Pull I did. I my called you. I had to hike you up a your, hill. You said your phone was on the charger, and you didn't see it. Yeah, well, you should know better. I, yeah, Luke's not prepared or responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a youngin. Cora's I'm a youngin. <laughs> uh, how long ago did you start doing comedy, Tracy? I've only been doing it for about two and a half years. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, I'm a newbie. Yeah. I'm fresh. I'm a fresh face. Right? Yeah. You're funny, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, for a woman. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's weird uh, when I when people I don't know come up to me and they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you and you were really funny. I always think that they're being sarcastic. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to accept it. Because I'm like, there's no way that they're actually believing right. in me. There's no way that they're lifting me up. Right. Yeah. It's weird. I wouldn't lift you up. I've seen you. Right. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right. We there's no planning in this. So, oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. So we're just gonna okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, so I'm gonna leave it to you guys. The heat. I'm just gonna take another shot of funny and then. Yeah. All right. Well, I brought my course banquet. When you're tired of this podcast, check out my podcast, the Hate Everything Podcast. Proud sponsor, Cora's Banquet. <laughs> yeah, we're sponsor. We're still working on our sponsor with Jose Cuervo. I yeah. get that. Oh, you got it, dude. You got to shoot way lower. We're actually looking for Johnny Cat kitty litter because my garage. <laughs> what we do is we just pour kitty litter all over the garage. So when we need to spit or throw up, we can just do it, and it just absorbs quickly. Oh, yeah. And Johnny Cat is like the lowest level of kitty litter, so. I'm still waiting on Fleshlight. Maybe we, no, I was going to say, maybe <laughs> we could get sponsored. You know those like little, like gel-filled tubes that you could like stick your fingers in when you were a kid? Right. Yeah. Maybe we could get sponsored by one of those and like. <laughs> They're like okay. available in like the 25 cent thing that you twist at like a barber yeah. shop from 1977. We could get some get competition for Fleshlight. <laughs> yeah, get sponsored by that and Miracle Whip. <laughs> and then just move up and then just move up. Yeah, yes. got to start somewhere. I get that. Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? <laughs> mayonnaise. Three, three white people on the podcast. Let's hash it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for, uh, not Miracle Whip, but what's the things you can take little fucking huffers with? What are they called? Oh, Whippets. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, okay. that's a proud sponsor of this podcast. Whippets. Whippets. I would think that would be more like huffing Freon for you guys since we're down here in security. Seriously, right. as soon as you sent me the address, I was like, I'm wearing cutoff shorts, <laughs> flip flops. I'm listening to Brooks and Don on the way there. And then I'm almost going to wreck my truck pulling into the driveway. That's, yeah, that was great. What side of town do you live in? I live out like in the middle of nowhere on seven acres. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So like you came down here like all these fucking homeless bums. I know. Look at the, look at this. a reptile shop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do never you, know you when you need a lizard. Hunt on your property? <laughs> no, I don't. But we do have a pack of coyote. Uh, this is actually crazy. Like 18 months ago, uh, my oldest dog died. 
and we were like, we're going to bury her. We, my, hu- my husband dug a huge, deep hole. We're going to bury her. We're going to give her back to the earth. My kids were devastated. We did this whole thing. And the next day, I come out, and her remains are just scattered. Oh, no. Because <laughs> the coyotes had dug her up. It was devastating. I had to, like, I had to like pick it up before the kids found it. So I'm, like, weeping, like, putting her <laughs> back into the hole. <laughs> coyotes are mean as fuck. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I read, uh, I think it was Joe But Rogan she is back to the earth. I mean, in just, like, the form of scat. Right. But she is back yeah. to the earth. I mean, you, coyotes got to eat. Coyotes got to <laughs> eat, man. And she was pretty thick. She was a thick girl. I mean, rather that than a child. They eat them, too. So right. They do eat small children. You can take children. dead dogs, I suppose. Small dogs. Small <laughs> children. <laughs> I slaughtered a coyote when I was on I-25 South. Just hit like it? Heavy traffic. We were all going like 90 miles an hour, bumper to bumper, and this motherfucker just walked out in front of my car. <laughs> and the only thing I could do was scream, fuck. Splat. And I, yeah, right. and then, I, then I looked in my rear view mirror and just saw it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sure that thing was. I wasn't on my way to work. I would have pulled over and like made a rug out of it or something. Scavenged it for meat. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, Homemade hot pockets. <laughs> Just jerky going. <laughs> Wrapped it in a crescent roll and put some slices of American cheese in it. Velveeta, man. Velveeta. Velveeta. I don't know. I don't hear coyotes very good eating. No, probably not. They're pretty thin. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good... That, yeah, it's not like venison. You know no. what I mean? You're he talking, tried to kill a rabbit. The other morning we drank a lot. He woke up and he's like, there's a rabbit in the yard. Good. Where's your bow yeah. and arrow? I'm going to go shoot it. In the front yard. How big? We have jackrabbits where I'm at, and they are fucking huge. No, it, was, it was tiny. It like that oh, no, you can't eat that. <laughs> I didn't want to eat it. I wanted to kill it. Just murder it. Can my husband please check my track, the tracker on my phone right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is a cry for help. I am blinking. <laughs> yeah. Morse code. <laughs> her husband's like a green beret, so okay, we got to get her back. <laughs> yes, I, I'm so thankful right now for the profession that my husband chose when he was 18. <laughs> like, uh, what's that guy? I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> very particular. He always tells me, he's like, by the way, he's like, I love you. We've been together for 17 years. He's but if you ever do cheat on me, I'm not going to hurt you, okay? You're just going to wake up one morning, and it's going to be the decapitated head of the guy that you were cheating on me with. <laughs> and then I'm going to go live off-grid for the rest of my grizzled life. And I believe him. Oh, I, I believe him. I haven't so, met him, but he sounds like a serious man. He's a serious man <laughs> with serious plans. So uh, He's like the nicest guy ever, though, but he will snap your neck. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the guys yeah. that can fucking murder you are yeah. always the nicest. Of course. They got very little to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> so he has nothing to worry about. Right. <laughs> so uh, I hit. Do an you guys animal. have a burp counter? No, we don't. I have, a, I have a rolling burp counter. You guys should have a burp counter <laughs> on your podcast. I have a little burp counter. It's like an ESPN scrolling thing, <laughs> okay. and it's Tracy's burp counter. Did it really there get thrown go. up in your post? I didn't see it when I was watching your. Show. No, it didn't because okay. I only hit two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I only hit two on that one, but this last one it is. <sighs> <laughs> up there. It's it up is there. real up there. Wait, so you hit an animal before? Oh, yeah. Um, a deer. It was a huge fucking deer. You know what's scary about deer, too, is that when you hit them, they run away. And they go die in the woods, usually. My is yeah. that what happened to you? I over the car, and then I fucking hope it went and died in the woods. That piece of shit. My oh. headlight's still broken for, like, the past six years. Oh, I guess that's not bless. the deer's fault. That's. I feel, actually, like you should fix that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I should. The sad part is... You know, it's really easy to fix a headlight on your own, right? Like, you want to go to AutoZone? Hey, cut cut the podcast. 
podcast. We're going to AutoZone. Mama's going to fix a car. I keep changing the bulbs, but because it's broken out, rocks keep flying in there and breaking the bulbs. Yes. But I had... <laughs> <laughs> but I had it's like putting a nightlight on a fucking LeBaron. Yeah, but, it's gonna break. But at one point, my, I put in the headlights and it lasted for three years, not a break. So I'm like, just a couple more bulbs and I can probably get that track. You gotta stop dropping back. bodies off in the fucking <laughs> landfill. Those goddamn rocks are gonna fly up every time. That's the problem with dropping bodies in the landfill. Someone needs to uh, replace my brake lights because I drive drunk too much for that to be out. Oh man, that's yeah. true. I, I seriously, I learned my lesson. I, I drove, I mean, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but very recently <laughs> I drove, it was, I was way too drunk and I didn't realize it until I, I was already like 10 minutes into the drive. <laughs> that was the and best. And it sneaks up on you. Like, oh and shit. I am never doing it again. Like I was safe. I was safer than I'd ever been before, but now I, I will never do it mm-hmm. again. Like I see, cause there was just a moment where I was like, I could, and it's not like the whole, like you could kill someone else. I don't want to kill someone. I don't want to like a vehicular yeah. manslaughter charge on my record. You're more worried about your life. But I'll, yeah, yeah, I don't want to wreck my truck. Yeah. You know. Or go to prison. Love That'd be the worst truck. part. I wouldn't mind prison. I think I would do just fine. <laughs> I was in the military. I think I'd hold up. You know what I, I mean, mean? I think you'd survive it, but would on you a, enjoy it? On a it? scale of one to ten, how well do you think you'd do? And a, a six and a half. Six and a half. I mean, I think I would cry probably for like a week, and then I would pull myself <laughs> together. I'd become a poet. <laughs> I'd like search the depths of my soul. That's what I think I would do, do in prison. Do chicks get ripped? Uh, like ripped in women prison. Do they I'm just sure. Bang out I mean, I'm sure they do. Shit all day. I'm sure some do. I, I mean, mean, I think there's different scales. I watch women prison shows. I don't see any jacked broads walking around. <laughs> I'd be the jacked broad. I would do it just for you guys, just, just to so. prove, just to flatten the curve. You know what I mean? Like, I would just want to impact the stats. <laughs> would you kick your toilet seat with your shins to strengthen your shins? I've seen people do that. On sure wouldn't. Just, <laughs> no. Sure wouldn't. Well, what are you gonna do when you get in a prison fight and someone kicks you in the shins? Play dirty. You shank a motherfucker. <laughs> What are you talking about? Why do they make toothbrushes? If it on babies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you said shake a motherfucker, and then he said shank, and I was shank. like, that changes the whole <laughs> landscape of what I just said. Shaking also works on babies. <laughs> <laughs> you think uh, you think women have double the amount of like shanks in prison because they have twice the amount of holes to stuff them in? <laughs> I mean, I bet they're... No. Isn't it weird? Because drugs are much more prevalent in male prisons, which is weird because it seems like women have much more... Ability to hide shit, the yeah. Orifices, yeah. They could be a lot sneakier. An orifice drug ratio is much much higher. I don't know. I would have. Let me rewatch Oz. I don't know. <laughs> we should create a system where we take the drugs from women snatches in prison and sell it for more in the male prison just so that they're oh dude that's a thing like yeah kind of like selling panties yeah. Yeah. yeah if you can sell dirty panties you can sell dirty coke dirtier yeah. coke dirtier dirtier <laughs> dirtier absolutely yeah. as we're hearing fountain <laughs> it's not dirty it's not good what do you want that pure Colombian shit <laughs> bougie motherfuckers is there a genetic difference in between women and male poop like could you tell on stage, it's hard. <laughs> I, I don't know, actually. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Huh. I'm no scientist, so I'll just say maybe. Deep thoughts. Uh, it's Googleable. I mean, Googleable. we can look it up. Like if you took, I don't think we uh, could look that up. If you took cocaine. Not on my phone. If you took cocaine from a male's orifice in prison and cocaine from a female's orifice in prison, do you think the gay guy snorting it could smell the difference? 
Be like, oh, I don't want this cocaine. I feel like this is like a really bad bit. Please don't try this on stage at the block. Tonight. Oh, I'm not. Oh my god. No, I'm just I just feel a really bad bit coming out of this. I can sense it. I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it coming. I don't know the difference between poop, but I can smell a bad bit that Luke Stam is going to do on stage. <laughs> I mean, that kind of works with your going theme. <laughs> no, I think if I was in prison, I'd solid five. Like, I don't think I'm going to gang up unless someone really wants to rape me, and I have to. But I'd get, I, if yeah, you I take know, I, think I'd make, I think I'd make long-lasting friendships. <laughs> Just good friends. <laughs> I'd get fucked up in prison because everybody thinks that I'm, like, a big, scary fighter or something. Like, at bars, like, oh, don't fuck with this guy. I'm like... No one thinks that. We just don't want to get near you because you're creepy <laughs> as fuck. Well, yeah, that's in the, I mean, like, the Just general creepy. population, like, general... Gen pop. Yes, gen pop in bars. <laughs> Not not like comics. Right. I think You're very skeevy. You're a skeevy guy. I, skeevy. I didn't know that I would like you until I actually got to know you. Oh yeah. Well that, that's <laughs> it most took, honestly it was like five meetings and I was like, yes. he's fine. He's 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 fine. First like he's three docile. mics I saw him at everyone brings him up where like something along the lines of Don't walk home alone tonight in your car, <laughs> Luke's leaving too. Absolutely. Absolutely every single girl whenever Luke walks in just goes like this to their <laughs> Like a napkin situation. <laughs> they go to the bathroom and they're like, can I put this behind the bar? <laughs> yeah. It's like bartenders aren't and trying to get like, easy oh. pussy too. <laughs> and no one laughs whenever people are like, oh, watch my drink. And I go like, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like, empty your pockets, empty your pockets. But uh, the truth be told, do you really think Luke could afford Rehypnol? No. <laughs> no. 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 That's what I have, me however, through. put laxative in people's drinks before just because I think it's funny. Okay, I've done that when I was younger. I did that. Because it, it is just a funny thing. It's it just funny. funny. Yeah, yeah my, and you're not hurting them. My favorite way to dose people is like, oh, you want an edible? They're like, oh, I'm not that good with it. Oh, here's 10 milligrams, which is really like 250. <laughs> okay, that's actually drugging. Go someone. on a trip. That's actually drugging. But someone. they knew what they were taking, right? <laughs> no, like, they, you know you're no, taking you weed. You lied to them. It's an amount issue. That you lied to them. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty I sure you in the just rapper, incriminated you know? Absolutely. This, this, this has to be cut. You guys, this has to be cut. <laughs> I feel like drugging someone with like ecstasy or acid is horrible. Especially acid. 12 hours of oops. I, I think oh, drugging someone, that. period, is pretty bad. But with an edible, they wanted an edible. They just didn't want this much of an edible. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know that we're we're in. But a, edibles are fucking murky territory. Hit or miss, anyway. You like you? Uh, I've eaten five milligram edibles and got my day. Fucked up. <laughs> I get that. Do you know what ninja dabs are? No. I don't, dude. I don't dab. I don't fuck with blow. Torches. I haven't dabbed in a long time. I don't dab. It's when you heat it up for your friend. He's like, okay, I just want a little one, and then the friend behind him has like a fucking half gram. Yeah. And he drops it in there, and the friend drops it, and he could waste it like a piece of shit, or right. he could take it like a man. Okay. All right. I'm not into dab culture, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Although, one one time I was blackout drunk, and I told my roommate to give me the biggest dab of my life. And I didn't smoke weed at the time. He did. <laughs> no, that's not a good and idea. And I, I hit it. I was just like, oh, no, and handed him back the fucking <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, no. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then just it's went like... It's like the Kool-Aid man in reverse. <laughs> did you have... Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you smoke weed now? Um, I only smoke weed or I take edibles to sleep because I have, okay. like, crazy sleep problems. When I moved here, I moved here to grow weed for a living, and I ran cannabis to grow for, like, three years. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's like them. That has to be cut. Right? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Put a flag right there. Now I know. Thank you. That has to be cut. You can do, you can but do look flags. at us. Getting along. Yeah. Getting along. Right? <laughs> yeah. Who, who'd have thunk it? Well, anyway, this doesn't have to be cut. Uh, the owner of Canamed's, Chris Rice, fuck that piece of shit. 
It's up to you, man. You can. Yeah, keep no, it. I'm leaving that it. in there. Um, because he told me like for a month, he's like, we're not, you know, it's like rough money times. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, me and you, we'll work this shit out. And then I just had a baby, mm-hmm. and after I'm like doing, oh, where is cool, your baby? Cool. And they're trying to sleep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a great father, so yeah. I'm really on this shit. Okay. <laughs> With his uh, girlfriend as well. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah, they're working okay. on it. Okay. Okay. And but, he's um, chipping away loud. at his comedy. No, we're Who good. Okay. Shit. Cool. Yeah. Grinding on the grind. Okay, grinding. If you want to not be poor one day, this is what I got to do. Yeah. This used Subscribe to be. Subscribe to my Patreon. The hate everything. <laughs> this used to be his kid's room, and then he's like, "No, nope, I kicked him out. Have a podcast." Yeah, I, I totally get. I mean, yep. seriously, my husband did uh, woodworking, and like mm-hmm. he would make money off it. He's an amazing woodworker. He, that's like a little hobby of yeah. his. And then me and Johnny were like, "Hey, we want to run a podcast." And like the next day, I, I shit you not, it was like the next day, seventy-five percent of it had already been oh, turned into yeah. a podcast studio. But building it is half the fun if you're into that kind oh, of thing. He's so into Setting it. it up is super fun. And then when I'm super wasted. He'll be like, hey, I need like three more monitors. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, no! <laughs> and the next day I get all the Amazon packages and I'm like, what right. the fuck Did happened? I order? Yeah. Porcelain cats. Ooh, yeah. It's just, and it's just all this equipment. And I'm like, all right, I guess it's fine. I don't know. Right. I'm going to have to waitress for the next two years to pay it off, but that's uh-huh. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do something. Comedy. <laughs> yeah. Goals. So you were talking about uh, Chris Rice. Oh, yeah. So as soon as he told me, you know, we're fine, you know, me and you were going to row this boat until it sinks. Of course. You fucking fired me, my right-hand guy. And I had a baby a week prior. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I, was, I was getting paid pretty well to do that. And then I went back to fucking cooking for 14 an hour. Oh, my God. No, that's hard. That sucks. Yeah. I, mean, I, I rage quit my job, and I was getting paid very good money. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I'd been doing it for 13 years. and Ooh, there, it's a long time. It wasn't even a big, it wasn't even like a big moment. It was just like, you know, like that final straw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and, and I rage quit, and now I waitress at the comedy club that I work at. Oh, How's nice. that going? It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We I got think, a little rivalry in the in the. Okay, the again, there's here. no rivalry. <laughs> no. I, I feel like it's so nuts to me when people say there's a rivalry because there isn't. Yeah, it's just a it's just a matter of. There is again. I, I compare it to the improv and comedy uh-huh. works. Yeah. Like you can't headline You're to get one. Comedians exclusively. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Or there has to be a. You know, worded time, like that, which, it does make more do sense. I really haven't thought about it in that because light since you brought it up. I think so many people want drama. You yeah. know, and people build it up. And when you're actually like a part of conversations, it's mm-hmm. like it has, there's no drama. Yeah. It's just, it's a business. Exactly. You, you know what money. I mean? Yeah. Like you can't work at like a very high end restaurant and then moonlight at another restaurant knowing that you're bringing recipes to the other restaurant. It's kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> I kind of yeah. done that a lot. See? <laughs> but it's j- it's janky, right? Don't make me, I mean, you make me sign an NDA, sure, they won't get the recipe. Right. You don't give me that piece of paper, that's my recipe. So, <laughs> so that's really it. So there's no rivalry at all. Yeah. It's just people people want to build Trying it up. exclusive comics. And, and there are some people that work better at one club than the other. Yes. And also it's it look inward. And they got different demographics, honestly. Yeah, they're so not the same audience. If you work better at one club than the other, then of course go to the club that you work yes. best at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why not? And Looney's has been really good to me. I mean, yeah. I had my first feature not even two years. That's in. where I started was Looney's. Yeah, so. so I'm not walking away. From, are you kidding me? They're my right? family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah it's the club. That's your home. That's yeah. your home club. Yeah. yeah, they're my ride or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's important. It's not like the comedy store. I, I'm really appreciative of the comedy scene that's here in the Springs recently. Dude, um, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I feel like 
I hate to say it because Johnny always says it, and I don't want to say something that he says because fuck him. Better than Denver. My best friend. Better than Denver, man. And not maybe not even in a content sense because there are so many newbies. Mm-hmm. And look, and there are so you can't compare somebody that's two years in. You can't compare me to somebody that's doing it for eight years, six years, four yeah. years, three years even. Mm-hmm. You learn so much every time you go on stage. Yes. But we have a lot of potential here. Yeah, I think so too. And the community is really good, yeah. you know. And once we drop the rivalry bullshit that you're peddling over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just telling what other people are saying. We, just have, we have a really good community. If I walked into threes, no one would know who I was. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I mean, only a few comics would. No one would know. Yeah, no one would know who I was. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, I'm not like, oh, everyone should know. But I feel like we should all know each other. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, if you ever walk this, into threes. Look at this hot piece. <laughs> yeah. You should know me. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. She got her lips tattooed the same color as her nipples. <laughs> That was not on me. That was on the woman doing the tattooing. Because that's a rule did of you, thumb. Did you research it at all, or did you just take no, I did. for her word? No, she did it, and then I Googled it, and it's legit. So she did it first, and then you Googled it. I'm a very trusting person. I'm yeah. very. Look at me. I'm in a room with you, like one foot away from you. I'm very trusting. I wish my nipples were the same color as my lips. Yeah, well, that's that's the best color for you is the thing. Okay, it's like the, your the nipple color. Nipple color is going to be the most flattering lip color. Okay. It's a real thing, man. I saw it on TikTok, Can you imagine too. the guy looking into that? Uh, He's so, like, I need to see your tits. Why science? <laughs> trying to develop medicine. I got the day that I got it done. I went to Looney's and I had like eighteen guys show me their nipples, and some of them were ripped. And at that point, I just wanted to see their body. So I was like, Yeah, man, your uh, nipples are supposed to match your lips. What's the color and, of your dick? And I just had like a bunch of like Austin Brinker's. Like, really? I'm like, Yeah, Austin. Oh, dude, fucking Austin. Yeah, Brinker. MMA, fucking professional. Yeah, they are. No, really, hold it up. I'm right? kidding, Austin. Yeah. I Last night at Oscar Blues, I was in the green room while he was opening up the show, and I was mooning him for like 10 minutes before he noticed it, and finally just looked over in the middle of one of his jokes, where he's like, like squatted over, and he was like looking over for the joke, and then he's like, God damn it, Luke! I don't remember what I was talking about, and I was like. Yes. No, he's such a cool dude. I, I'm not flirting with him. That was a joke. But yeah, no, we're friends. <laughs> just for shits and giggles, I'm going to have to edit in like hot piece all over this place. Of, of course. And awesome. The hate podcast, just overboard, overkill. Can Austin Brinker be our background? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a picture of Austin. That yes. dream boat. No, he's so funny. Uh, we did a show together at the Comedy Fort. He was he, he was super nice. He had dropped my name. Like, he's along super with, nice. Along with a bunch of other names. Like he had dropped my name, and Dave Rodriguez was like, yeah, like bring Tracy. I haven't seen her before. Um, we go up, it's a snowstorm, it's like a four hour drive there, four hour drive back, and we're there at the Comedy Fort, and look, Austin is, I, if I wasn't married to my husband, I'd be with a woman, okay? Like, let's just be, <laughs> I am that level of bisexual. Mm-hmm. But Austin is at the bar, and he is just, there. he's in a very monogamous relationship with his girlfriend, but he is getting flooded with these girls. Mm-hmm. And they all just want to talk to him and buy him drinks, and they're flirting with him, and it was overkill. Yeah. And I had a bet with uh, the co-owner of the Comedy Fort, and I was just like, look, if they don't stop talking to him in five minutes, I'm going to go open-mouth kiss him. Like, how much, money, <laughs> how much money will you give me for me to go open-mouth kiss right. him in front of all these girls? And I had $15 on the line. <laughs> So you basically had but, to. But he backed out. He backed out gracefully on his own. <laughs> Thank God. Right? <laughs> but I was like, dude, I'm your, I'm going to wingman the fuck in the opposite direction <laughs> if those girls don't get off of you because I love your girlfriend and I know you love her too. So. <laughs> 
you talking to this motherfucker? He's mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I'm like, I will scare the shit out of all of them. Look at me. <laughs> His girlfriend's like on the low, like, I don't know about Tracy anymore. <laughs> I think she might be coming on to you. <laughs> No, I just want all of them off of him. I do the same thing with Johnny. It's, it's so weird, the fangirling, and look at us. Like, we're pieces of shit. Oh, co comedians? Yeah. yeah, it's like, why are any girls flirting with any of us? Well, they're so not flirting with, with me and him. That's for damn sure. I mean, I get that. <laughs> hey, one bought me a drink. I mean, she was like a two, but, hey, but you I'll got take one. drinks where I get them. They do it with Johnny, and I love his wife. And, I mean, he obviously is, again, not not even looking at women that way. Yeah. But when girls get a little too close with him, I will be like, hey, Johnny, how's your herpes flare-up coming along? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> Did you get that abreva this morning? You said right. it was back then. You said it was. You said it, you were feeling a little tingle. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're doing okay. you got to shut that shit down, man. you got to <laughs> shut it down. What are we doing? Heading the camera? Yeah. It's What's happening? Nothing. We're good. Okay. Just continuing the thingy. Turns it, it stops after, after 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Oh, I get that. I get yeah. that. So anyway, so I'm the worst wingman is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I am the safest yet worst wingman. You know, wingman. I, no, women, are, all, women in general are fucking shit wingmen. Like, oh, no, even, I mean, look, if you're looking for it, I'm going to get it for but you. But even like to get because advice. women, once they know that I'm bi, they start mm -hmm. coming on to me and then I like push it. Through high school though, I, would, I was friends with a lot of women. I was like, tell me how to get women. And they give the worst fucking advice. Be sweet. Do the no, no, no. no. Okay, Be kind no. of brash. Be <laughs> yeah, because women want the keep them on their heels. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I've always had dude friends. I was always a really good wingman. But now that, that my, all my friends are married or in it must be because you're bi. Because straight women, of course it is. They give some dog shit advice. Yeah, because they've never been on the other side. They actually don't know yeah. what women want because mm -hmm. they've never been. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Because women are fucking stupid. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I think that same car just drove by my truck and honked again for good it measure. Like <laughs> <laughs> Fuck her twice. Fuck her yeah. twice. Fuck that orange truck. I almost lost my baby. <laughs> I'm getting keyed. My truck is getting keyed again. Oh, God oh, damn Oh, I mean, it. you drove again? that truck to security? I know, right? I risk. Should've... That was a risk. Should have Ubered in. My truck has gotten keyed two times. Holy shit. Why? Because you were driving? Or... No, parked. Jealousy. When I was getting tattoos, it was, uh, I'm assuming homeless people. Huh? Which, I mean, I don't want to assume. It's not like homeless people are like yeah, going out there to be. Homeless people are known for being big old pieces of shit keying No, cars but, but they've keyed my truck. They've even, one got through the clear coating, and that really pissed me off. <laughs> so I'm like, God damn it. I don't have to actually take it somewhere. I can't just do the touch up myself. Mm -hmm. It's because it's a really annoying truck. Yeah, it is very orange. Yeah, I mean, the color, yeah, the color really stands out it's for the baltimore orioles so man. if you're like looking out into a fucking parking lot and you're like what yeah you know i'm yeah, here what car am i gonna fuck up because it's too nice and showy it's gonna be that truck or maybe like a corvette i love that truck, <laughs> love that truck. kicks is you're from name. baltimore aren't you i am yeah Interesting. so huge orioles fan so that's why i bought that my dad died i got my dead dad money fuck that guy yeah uh, oh, yeah. and i went out and i bought a truck okay it was the best purchase of my life in cash like yeah. it felt what so what year is good. that truck it's like a 2015 okay I mean, it's not brand new yeah but it is like the limited sport well, edition fucking 11 years newer than my car mm -hmm. well i was just asking because i know the new rams when they put in that big digital screen they had so many fucking issues with it oh no i still have issues with my digital screen okay i still do but i mean like i don't care i fucking love right. that truck. <laughs> it I doesn't need to work yeah, yeah i don't i smoke i don't smoke in that truck mm -hmm. like i don't let anyone drink in my truck mm -hmm. like it is like wow that's 
I know. Big difference from but your other car. Huge difference from my other car. <laughs> huge difference. <We're laughs> Luke will get in my car, and I'm like, hey, open this beer for me, bro. <laughs> Here's my bottle opener. <laughs> and then she yelled at me because I wasn't buckled up. She's like, buckle up, be safe. I'm like, you just had me open up a beer for you. What no, the be fuck? safe because the chances for crashing are getting higher and higher <laughs> as we drive. Really, I'm looking out for you. You should appreciate <laughs> me. It has nothing to do with me and my How long thing. is this drive? Oh, yeah, you're going to need that seatbelt. Right. <laughs> 11 Absolutely. minutes? That's two beers, bro. Yeah. She slams them, too. She just guzzles them. And just steers with her knee. Dude, I'm a piece of shit. I think I know. that's why we get along. Probably, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> definitely not because you're wearing those fucking stupid glasses. I can't. These are my pod class, but like uh, Johnny and I alternate between who wears them. Oh. I stole oh, yeah. these from him, fair and square in Vegas. I drank a lot yesterday. I was hungover, and I saw your podcast. I was like, maybe I should wear glasses. Yeah. Cover up these fucking bags. Just hide well, them. I don't have to put on makeup. <laughs> like you see all the girls on podcasts, and they're all like very put together. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want to ever, ever have to wear makeup. Yeah. So, so I just put on glasses. You brought up Vegas on my flight back from Vegas. There was a mutual acquaintance. Our flight got oh. delayed for. An okay. hour and a half, uh, and he for one. got so fucked up. He was like, he bought like some four thousand dollar Versace outfit when he was out there. He's just going up to everyone, being like, "Check this shit out, man!" <laughs> and our flight was delayed for an hour and a half, and he was pounding booze the whole time. And it went from saying um, Colorado Springs to Orange uh, County. This dude was so fucked up. We, whenever we walked up. When the airplane got there, I'm really good at telling stories, by the way. Wow. Uh, when the airplane this got like there, it said Orange County. Yeah, it, said, it said fucking Orange County, and he's like, I'm, I'm not going to Orange County. I don't wasn't allowed on the airplane. I believe it. And his phone was dead, so no one's heard from him since. Like, <laughs> oh probably died of COVID or something. Yeah, he's still stuck in the days. airport terminal. He's just fucking living off Auntie Anne's. Right? <laughs> Auntie Anne's does make a good pretzel. Oh, dude, the dopest pretzels. Their sweet ones are the best yeah. ones. Their sweet ones are so good. I had a really yeah. shitty airport experience. Uh, we were going on vacation, so the day before I got really drunk. Of course. And I was yeah. drove, well, my girlfriend drove in because I woke up drunk slash hungover, which is horrible to be drunk and hungover at the same time. Because then to you Vegas. can't do hair of the dog. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Well, I did it anyway. I just kept drinking it. Yeah. But then I got there and I was just like so thirsty and like sweating. And I'm in the TSA line and I, I need water. I'm like, I need water. Right. Then I see this random water bottle on the floor. I was like, I'm going to drink that fucking water bottle. And my yeah. girlfriend flips out. You're not drinking that fucking water bottle. Right. It's probably an Asian person with a virus, which is super racist. Jeez. Um, well, oh. she is from Georgia. I, she so. said it, not me. Right. <laughs> I right. was like, they're clean people. Right. I should be able to drink this. They've been wearing masks way longer than me. Right, have. yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't drink it, and I ended up just throwing up right in front of the security guard. And I had drugs on me, so I was like, this is definitely red flag. Right. He's going to search me. Right. And they didn't, because, like, Denver's dope. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I did the worst Ugh. airport uh, story I have. When I was in the military, I got super drunk the night before I was flying home from South Korea. Mm-hmm. So, like, blackout drunk. I I mean, we had been drinking for probably 15 hours, and I was probably <laughs> blackout drunk for five of those hours. Yeah. It was bad. And so I'm back in this, like, I don't even, I can't, it's like a barn, basically, with bunk beds. Mm-hmm. It's where we were staying. Uh, and my alarm goes off. I'm still sleeping, and another girl that in my unit who wasn't leaving that day, she rolls me out of bed. She throws her clothes on me because mm-hmm. she can't find all of my shit fast enough. She's just throwing shit around my bed into my suitcase. Mm-hmm. I have no, I don't remember any of this. Okay, <laughs> we get to we get to the airport in Seoul, and they put me on one of those <laughs> luggage <laughs> carriers, uh-huh. like just me, and they were just. <laughs> 
pushing me through the airport. <laughs> and they loaded me onto the plane. <laughs> she and has then, to be somewhere. Yeah, 12 hours later, I wake up on an airplane, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I didn't go to sleep I, flying. What? Yeah. They were like, you're, you might get an Article 15. <laughs> so I heard this on... I didn't, but it was, I was flirting with it. I was flirting the line. What is an Article 15? It's basically, it's like you fucked up. We're, okay. We're putting this on your record, and you might get kicked out over it. Okay. Yeah, so it's no bueno. So I saw you on David's podcast. Uh, is this true? You've jumped out of planes? Yeah, I was Can airborne. you describe the thought process you have to have to jump out of a perfectly good working plane? Okay, first of all, they are military airplanes, so the concept of them being perfectly good is so wrong. No, they're not a, They're not shit shows. I mean, a lot of them are shit shows. So basically... So we, then you wanted fucking... No, uh, I always wanted to jump parachute. out of planes. I've always been an adrenaline junkie. Like, I, I was special operations. I, I did my job. I, mm -hmm. My MOS was the one that I picked so I could jump out of planes. That is nuts to me. Like, I just wanted... And, the, and my recruiter even told me, he was like, hey, just so you know, there are no chicks in this MOS. Yeah. Like, you're not going to make it. They don't want you to mm -hmm. make it. And I was one of four, ultimately, that passed through my AIT language school and jump school. So out did you of, jump like, out 30. with, like, a person strapped to you first? No, no, no. So, so and that's, like, the big misconception is it's not free fall. Yeah. So it's it's called static line. Mm -hmm. So you're attached to the plane. So when you stand up, you have your reserve, you have your chute, and they hook your chute up to a pole. Oh, I mean, so it just pulls itself. Yes. Okay. So you literally, you either walk off a ramp and you fall and then your chute deploys, or mm -hmm. you get sucked out of a door and okay. it deploys. And if it doesn't deploy... That sounds fucking... First of all, of that sounds, sounds terrifying as awesome. shit. You're saying this all like, oh, just normal shit. You know, sometimes yeah. you get sucked out of a fucking plane. That is not... No that's crazy. It's totally normal. And what was wild is that I was very little at uh -huh. the time. I was... I wasn't even... I don't even... I think you had to be like 112 pounds and yeah. I was like 108. So I would always hit these thermal... There's thermal pockets, you know, where there's warm air rising. Mm -hmm. So it keeps you up in the air. So other, uh, like, more guys would be jumping after me, and I would still be in the air. They're and passing that's, you. And that's very dangerous. Oh, yeah, because then they're above shoot. you, and now you don't have any air. Mm -hmm. You know? Okay, so, that But makes I, sense. I would hang out up there. Like, I have pictures of me just chilling. Like, <laughs> I would move my little shoot down a little bit, so I would just be sitting that's like a child crazy. on a picnic table. <laughs> would you ever jump out of a plane? Only if I didn't have a parachute. <laughs> Suicide. <laughs> Can we get the number to the suicide hotline on right? the screen here? <laughs> I don't, That'd be hilarious. We had a podcast that didn't air because we were all too hammered, but uh, the fucking guest and him kept talking about religion, and I just <laughs> called the suicide hotline. Oh, you told me you did that. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, but yeah, I think it's just one of those things. It's like, why not? My theory in life is do everything twice. So when you jump out, there's like in your head, my mind would be like, this parachute's not going to fucking work. <laughs> this isn't going to work. No, they, so they train you when you jump, you count. Mm -hmm. So Because you're supposed to count to make sure that your chute is going to deploy. And if it doesn't, you have to pull your reserve in enough time so you don't die. And you got to hope that that one fucking works. So when you jump out, you literally like one 1,000, two 1,000. So that's all you're thinking yeah. about, basically. But it's also very warm because it's like the air coming be from behind the plane. Yeah. So it just feels like a warm blanket. That sounds scary it's as fuck. very peaceful. And if I had to go, that would be the way that I'd want to go. Hurling to the ground? Yeah. yeah. How do you want to kill yourself? So peaceful. I don't know. Slowly with a lot of drugs. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're right on par. Oh, yeah. I'm working there. I'm, I'm closer to that than jumping out of a plane. Right. <laughs> so it was, it was great. It was actually like the best time of my life. I would go. I have more jumps than, than are on my record because I would literally go to jumps and just keep jumping. Because you, you can do that. I mean, I guess the shoots. track record of the shoots opening seems to be pretty good. You're Absolutely. not dead. Yeah. <laughs> so.
Army, <laughs> go airborne. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, my husband and I met on a jump. Have you done wild. something crazier than jumping out of a plane? I feel like that'd be hard to beat. Something crazier than jumping out of a plane? No, I feel like it would just be like really complicated, messy stories. <laughs> okay, and they're yeah. not necessarily crazy. It's just like, what was she doing? You know what I mean? But yeah, I think jumping out of the plane, it's, that's what gets most people. A lot of people don't believe me. I mean, so I've shown pictures. Yeah, I believe you. It just sounds, I don't know how you could talk me into that. I don't know. Give a me, lot of fucking Give me money. 20 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen, I was watching videos of now people are like putting drones together and they stand in the middle and just like fly standing there. I mean, that's insane. Okay. I mean, from, do they have the person that on? jumps out of plane? No. no. Uh, yeah. So they usually do it over a lake, but. I mean, it depends on how high up you get, I guess. You know what they're I mean? pretty high. You know the things that were like the boat follows you around, you're like water jet packed up? Right. They're about 20 feet higher than them. I, I guess know. that's doable to a lake, though. Yeah. But still, man, hitting water, I grew up on the water. And when you hit water fast enough, mm-hmm. it's concrete. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know about that. And people jump off that, what, San Francisco Bridge? Yeah, instant. That's water, and they're dead. They're dead instantly. Yeah. 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 We're just giving Luke more ideas. <laughs> right? Luke's like, shit, I've been thinking of this all no. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, see, my first plan was when I was in high school is to just jump in front of, like, the big tires of the buses when all the buses were coming, so I'd make a bunch of like kids see me. But now that's just weird because I'm too old to be in high school. Right. So they'd be like, he should have been hit. He was trying to fuck these kids. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So now I got to come up with a different ideal situation to ruin other people. But I haven't been thinking about it that much recently, guys. Isn't that good? <laughs> no, that's good news. My last plan was from high school. Jesus Christ. We're very proud of Luke. Very proud. <laughs> Shining star, Colorado Springs. <laughs> Up and coming. <laughs> Just guzzling tequila. <laughs> I feel great. Okay, maybe we need a burp counter. Uh, you're starting think, to sway me. I think we need a... Po- oh, there needs to be a burp counter. <laughs> Absolutely. There has to be. The Hate Everything podcast. Uh, the takeaway from this podcast should be to watch my podcast. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. plaster that all over yes, the fucking podcast. Please do. I will. What's so wild is everyone's like, yeah, we watched it, man. It would be so dope to watch all the bonus content. And, like, you know some of them have money, and they mm. have not subscribed. It right. makes me so angry. It makes me so mad. What made me well, mad was your first episode of 56 Views. I'm like, those motherfuckers. I know. I have 22, and I only have a few videos that have 56. <laughs> we need way more than that. They actually, we were going to, like, try to promote it on Facebook, and they told us we couldn't because we were too political. Oh, really? Facebook told you that? Yeah. They'll, they'll tell you if your content is too political now or not because fucking okay. Zuckerberg ruined the election with the Russians. Yeah, collusion. I said it. So, yeah. So now my fucking podcast that I'm not going to make any money on can't get promoted. I don't know. Is the big idea at first to make money with the podcast or just to get out there? No, it's Johnny wanting to quit his job. Oh, okay. 100%. Yeah. Did he quit? No, we need money. I was about to say, it'd be really hard to do that in the first episode. Yeah, no, we need subscribers. No, I mean, I, I think Johnny is going to actually be the one that makes it out of Colorado Springs. Okay. You know, so it's like he needs exposure. And I agree with that. I do grinding. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's the funniest person I know. I, I love- saw him do, I think, 30 minutes of Oscar Blues the other day, and it was a lot of new shit I haven't seen. I was like, motherfucker. Seriously. This he, guy. It's wild. He'll start at one mic. God, I hate talking nice about him. <laughs> He'll start at one mic with like a Lewis idea and we'll bullshit about it or whatever and have just like ideas just floating out there mm-hmm. and he can kind of riff on it. And then he'll go to two more mics and at the end of the night, he will have the most succinct, funny yeah. joke. And my brain just doesn't work like that. Like I'm, I'm more of like, a, I'm like a writer. Like I have to have a concept and then I tweak once mm-hmm. I have like an actual joke written. And yes. he, the way that his brain works, man, God, I fucking hate it. 
I hate him so much. <laughs> He's so funny. He's just very funny. So watch the I Hate Everything podcast. The Hate Everything podcast. Yeah, we dressed up as tacos this past weekend. Oh, did you? Why? Because we were drunk. And we got taco costumes because we uh, were is drunk. Is that when you were drinking tequila? No. No, we drunk <laughs> ordered taco costumes and they showed up what? in the middle of the podcast and we just put them on. What, for you no guys reason. got fucking like two hour delivery or some shit? Yeah, how'd you it, get a taco was, costume? No, because we hang out a lot. So we were drunk on like a random day together oh, and in the garage. Showed up and during, he showed the up during the podcast. Okay. So we just had to dress ourselves in this taco garb. And then he ranted about it for like five minutes, asking for an antidote to keep us from staying in taco form. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was uh, a good day. Yeah, if you guys don't know Johnny Bravstein, go check him out. Watch his Space Force bit. I was dying. Oh my God, did you see God, on TikTok that like a bunch of people accused him of stealing the joke? What? Yeah, and he was like, where did I steal it from? And I hate that. When someone accuses you of like stealing a joke and your immediate response should always be, hey, show it to me. Yeah. I will take my, I will never tell that joke again. I'll yeah. take it down. They just, I hate those people because then they're oh. like, oh, I don't know where I heard it. I just heard it. Yeah. I'm like there is no way that someone else in this world came up with swing low, sweet Saturn's <laughs> rings. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. No one else came. That's not parallel thinking. You're just a hater. Well, if you're in a group of comics, most of us watch a lot of comedy. Right. You're going to get, you're going to get some feedback soon. Like, hey, motherfucker. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, and maybe the premise was similar to what some, but there's no way that that joke. That's similar thinking. That is, happens all the time. It is such a unique joke. Yeah, on TikTok, that was hilarious. He got like a million views. Like, I rewatched our videos. What is it, last night, Oscar Blues? Did you video me? Yeah. I video all he the time. I see you. Yeah. In the, in the shower, How for your window. Mm -hmm. um, you did good. But then I got up and kind of ate lots of shit. Well, I mean, that's because you don't tell jokes. Well, like part of it... Oh, that's painful. Your last two jokes were about midgets and my 600-pound life. Yeah. And that was my opening joke. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we need to plan for that. Yeah, we do. Because you went way darker right. with the premise than I did. So, uh, so Johnny, I can't go up light like that. Johnny and I do that all the time. We're, we'll just be hanging out in the garage drinking. Uh, and we'll start riffing on something. Mm-hmm. And then we both tell the joke. Yeah, and then you come up with it in your own style. So, so, yeah. I, so we had a joke about pagers. And I don't even remember, I don't know why we were talking about pagers, because we ran out of shit to talk about at this point, and we were like <laughs> two packs of Coors Banquet deep. Yes. So we started talking about pagers, and he went, and he told the joke, and I went somewhere else, and I told the joke, and Sammy Anzer just happened to be at the place where I was telling my joke, mm -hmm. and he hit up Johnny, because he knew what we were doing, and yeah. it was like, she told the joke better. So, <laughs> so Johnny stopped telling the joke, and now I have the joke. Right. And, but he, he, too, went way darker with his joke, way, I mean, it was it was funny in my garage, <laughs> but on stage, ah, a little dark. Yeah. Uh, so now it's my joke. But mm -hmm. I think it's cool when you can surround yourself with people who aren't like, oh, you're stealing my material. And no, so you like, can be our, like our oh, jokes yeah. aren't similar like in At any all. way, shape, yeah. or form. Other than the word mentioned. midget and the word 600-pound line. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, but so many people will be like the police, will be, yeah. you know, comedy police. Will be well, like, I, I talk about like, midgets no, no, like no. earlier in the bit, and it's not related to my 600-pound no. life. Right. But then my first joke has both of them in there. Yeah. Right. So there, it, it doesn't feel fresh and off the cuff because it's like you just heard this stuff. I get, no, I get that. I yeah, get that. It, I was on a show. And I ate shit because I, I did bad. So I'm not taking that away from it. I was on a show with somebody uh, when I first started and we both were bi. And of course, like I, I came out on stage. So a lot of my material is no, that. you came out on stage? I came like, out literally? on stage. I literally came out. Okay. Like, the only other person that knew that I was bi was my husband and like the people that I'd been with. Okay. No one else knew. And so I came out on stage. So a lot of my material is me just coming out, almost like allowing myself mm -hmm. to be who I truly am. And there was this other girl that was also by, 
And I went on before her because I'm very new. And she went on after me and she got really mad that I did all this material. Mm. And she wasn't like the headliner or anything like that. But she was just kind of like, oh, well, you kind of like took the win out of my sales. They only want so much buy material. It's like, well, I've only been doing this for a year. Mm -hmm. So did you expect me to not do my material for you to do your five years? Yeah, let me just riff some new shit. Yeah. I was like, like, plus if your jokes were funny... Nah, you could have fallen. They yeah. would have hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would just would have been like a very queer showcase. And yeah. who's not down for that? <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean? Republicans, Christians. The people I mean, I'm down to listen to it if they show up on time. <laughs> Full circle, bringing it back. <laughs> Can't wait to see his bit at the block tonight. Like, what bit? I don't know. I just keep saying that. <laughs> Are you even going to the block tonight? I'm not. <laughs> How dare you? That's a plug for David Gamble right there. That's just yep. me plugging David Gamble. Right? He was out in Vegas the same time I was. Oh, yeah, with Callan. Yep. I love Callan. Callan's one of my favorite people Callen's on great. this world. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. Super nice. He's he's amazing for me. So, one of my best friends. Fuck you, Callan. <laughs> and your mullet. <laughs> you get a goddamn haircut. I love his mullet. I love Callan so much. He got us a... We did. I don't, am I talking too much? No, you're good. Okay, cool. I mean, this is a someone needs to leave the show. To. I just want to make sure that I'm not taking over the conversation too much. Um, you no, you are. You are the star of the show. Uh, me and Luke didn't even do these without a guest. Callan hit me and Johnny up and was like, "Hey, I have this really cool opportunity in Breckenridge. Um, it's it's at like." the Swiss chalet Mm -hmm. and some business had rented it out. It was like an employee weekend. Um, They do like cannabis infused foods and stuff like that. He was like, come out. We're going to do this show. It's going to be huge. So we get there and there's like 10 people Mm -hmm. and we don't have a microphone or a speaker because I forgot to bring it because I'm a degenerate. (laughs) So we're literally in this person's living room and I'm just the whole time. I'm just looking at Johnny in the car and I'm like, I hate Callan so much for this. Like this is going to be the worst experience of my life. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're, none of us are going to do well. We drove all this way and it's going to suck so bad. And we get there and it was the best experience of my life. Like we treated it like a comedy show with no mic, no nothing. No, in this person's okay. front, like in this rented, it was like a $2 million house, like Ooh. in Breckenridge, just like overlooking all of Breck. Yeah. We're in this person's front room and literally it's like, I go up, it, it, they, they're laughing their asses off. I'm hosting the fuck out of it. Then Callan comes up. He does like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. We do an intermission. So everyone can go out and get high, get drunk. We're jumping in the hot tub in our underwear. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're just feeding us booze and yeah. marijuana. And then Johnny goes up and he just kills it and it's one of those things where it's like okay i it made me look at audiences so differently because like if if you're doing well even if it's just 10 people you're gonna do well oh yeah Yeah. but if you go in with the mindset of like this is gonna suck there's only 10 people it's absolutely gonna suck that reminds me of the show we did at happy tap minus the nice surroundings and the (laughs) the beautiful house seriously we got so trashed in their hot tub it was uh, (laughs) it was like a hot tub that like lit up too and like the three of us are literally in our underwear like pieces of shit comics (laughs) yeah like callan hadn't bathed in weeks there's just like oil floating on the top of the hot tub it just smoking, chain smoking. They're giving us like hand rolled cigarettes mm-hmm. and shit. They're giving them to us in the hot tub, <laughs> lighting them for us. It was so cool. Oh yeah, I'm a yeah. star. Yeah, the, the fucking best show me and him have ever had was like an impromptu show at a bar that I go to all the time. Oh, you uh, told me about this. Yeah, he just called yeah. up me and Thad. He's like, I was. I, that was the day after we drank a whole fifth each. Yeah. We went and did the competition. I went into the block, and at the block, I was like, I'm not. I need to go home. Right. And he calls Thad. He's like, Hey. 
Luke said, "Come tap me tap do a show." Yeah, I was like, because uh, right. the the people I brought to the competition were the regulars at the bar, and then skewing. They the all went back to the bar, and they're like, <laughs> "Luke's gonna do a show." And as soon as I got there, they're like, "Go up!" And like, let me call some people. I'm not doing this by myself. <laughs> right. And we just screamed all our jokes into a broom on the stage. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. Smashed though, murdered, murdered yeah. with a yeah. broom. Well, and what's crazy is that the people that we performed for. They travel. It's like one. The lady is like a professional chef, so mm -hmm. she had done. It was like a crazy. The layout would be like a Thanksgiving dinner on like a movie on the Lifetime Network. Yeah, like how it's just like all spread out and it's oh, so decadent, yeah. but it's all infused with marijuana. I mean, insane. Um, she's gonna have us at, at the Outer Banks in North Carolina in November. Oh wow! For her, to, yeah, for her to, her to renew her vows, and like, they're putting us up in a beach house Damn. on the beach. That's awesome. Like, and it's it's just wild. Like, isn't it crazy? These people with all these make? money and like all this prevalence, they're like, you know what I need? Comics. Some shitty comedians. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, feel, I feel like they basically paid us to be like the cool hang. Yeah. Okay. And but they were cool. Yeah. So they had like it was like uh, right after DMX had passed. Uh -huh. So they had like, all these white people had DMX <laughs> like on like the TV just like all of DMX's greatest hits. That wouldn't Jesus. happen twenty years ago. God, it was. <laughs> it was like the cool and they and she messages me like she messaged me today like mm -hmm. it was such a cool. Uh, it was really neat. I love Callan for that. No, that is neat. That sounds like a fun show to go do too. Yeah, I feel like we should be like the Neapolitans because obviously John. Is the chocolate? <laughs> Callan is the vanilla, and I'm obviously. Yeah, we're the, the shitty version of ice cream. Yeah, yeah no we're Oreos the here. Ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> hundred dollars an hour. Is that what you got paid? We got paid a hundred bucks. Hey, what is like a you, piece? You've been, yeah, a piece. You're like sure. paid comic. You know what? A, what is the going rate for like hosts and features? I mean, it depends. I, I, but like, I, you had to ballpark it. I feel like right now it's a little sketchy because they're just now getting back to full capacity. Yeah. Um, I mean, host obviously. I, I don't know. I think I host. Was it like, like 25, 50 bucks? I mean, for a, for a weekend, if it's five full shows. Okay, it's five like full shows. A hundred to one hundred and fifty. Okay. To host, and then your feature again. It's it's going to depend on the club. It's going to depend on how many people are there. I think it's so important to factor in drink sales, and I yeah. think people don't think about that. I think there's like this thing with comics where they just think that like the money is coming off the tickets and mm -hmm. they don't realize that no one gives a fuck about the tickets yeah it's about drink sales well i don't know should the comic get paid that though what's that no i mean like, Cause, like that's how the club it. stays alive that's the how, drinks and the food that's how the club stays alive yeah. but if if the people are who are coming in are not quality yeah you know what i mean then that's going to impact drink sales oh and you can yeah, no, expect that a sense. lower paycheck yeah. and not necessarily that weekend but just overall if you're going to a club and the people aren't high quality that you makes expect a little less no i think when i featured at looney's i think i made 250 or 300 because okay. like talking to eric at three e's and just the way he lays out the money and the way he pays comics right it's all very different like every comic kind of gets their own deal to negotiate? I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I, dude, I'm not high enough up to yeah. negotiate but it's like, if, if Dude, if he had me feature, I'd do it for free. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding but me? But it's like big names will come in. They'll be like, I want either a base price or And they do 10% of sales at the 85%, door. 85% like of that. the door. Usually yeah. 80. No, I know. I'm just making yeah. up. But yeah. Well, 10 was very low. I know. No, I'm just saying, like, but when you are a big name, like when you talk about like Pauly Shore, yeah. when he was at the Sky Sox Stadium, you're talking about the door costs or whatever like, like when that. Like we have Gary and TJ, they just took the door. Right. And then we get the bar and the food. Right. I mean, so it, so it just depends. Of course, I have no idea what that would be but if you're but if you're not a name comic you just i think most of them just go with a set price they're like i'm not setting you. up tickets they're yet. like hey it's going to be 250 for the weekend yeah you know and you do it like when i book my show i message everyone in advance and i'm like hey you have to do 20 to 25 minutes i'm going to pay you 50 bucks okay and they take it or leave it yeah you know 
So thankfully, people have been taking right? it. <laughs> but also, if you think about like you're doing 20 minutes and we're coming out of quarantine and you're a nationally touring headliner. Yeah. 50, I mean, if you don't have to travel, yeah. you know, I mean, there are guys in Go Denver. It, yeah. yeah, Mike Stanley is not going to come down and do my show so, for 50 mm, fucking dollars. How much do you deduct from a comic when they show up late? I've never talked to him about it. No. I don't know. This is a question for you now. I'm sorry. What was my paycheck? I don't know. Yeah, what was my pay originally? Because <laughs> I, no I feel like this is a subtle dip. I mean, we've never had a headliner show up late. Oh, <laughs> all right, call back third time. I see. <laughs> Hate it. I have had someone come so late for habitual offenders, I didn't put them up. No shit. Okay. Because they were just too late, and it was yeah. just one of those things where it's like, dude, I you have to close the doors at a certain time yeah. because you're still paying the staff. They're going to be there for mm -hmm. another hour or two. And if the drink sales weren't high yeah. and they didn't make any money, then why the fuck are we keeping them around? Most Just of our headliners showed up an hour late. Most of our headliners, we buy their tickets, so we know when they're fucking landing in Denver. Of so course. it's not a big deal. Right? No, yeah. I'm, I mean I'm talking again. Like I'm talking yeah, yeah. about my small potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking big potatoes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know about big potatoes. I don't know. Look at me. Definitely. <laughs> Where are we going? Right, with this? There we go. I need to hit this. Are we are done? We done? I think we're done. We've done enough. Done. Cool. I got. There we go. Oh, that's the wrong noise. Sweet.